It's Friday. It's Lawyer Talk. It is extra, extra. Hear all about it. All the best news from all the best sources right here at Lawyer Talk, right at our roundtable at 511 Studio C. Lawyer Talk off the air on the record. Here to deliver the news this Friday, January 25th, 2019. So, our leader. Seems like just last week we were here. Delivering the news. It's a common meeting place. Uh, all right. So shall we start? I got to start. I got to start with G- Gillette, the commercial. The best a man can get. So Gillette has Razors. taken <laughs> They've taken it upon themselves. Mach 15. <coughs> yeah, they just keep adding blades, don't they? Yeah, they're getting big. Do you got the commercial play? Yeah, I Let's got play. the commercial. Let's see if it shuts off on us this time, right? Oh, it's definitely going to shut off. <laughs> so this is in the news. Right, while Jeff's this queuing this up, we've got the Gillette commercial in the news. And what Gillette has done Jeff's. is helped us through their advertising campaign define masculinity and manhood. All right, of course. Yes, maybe. I think there's a lot of components of this. this up. I think there's goods and, and there's something bad, and I'll, and I'll tell you. You're Here talking about go. the actual content. Yeah. The Me Too movement against sexual harassment. Is this the best a man can get? Is it? We can't hide from it. It's been going on far too long. We can't laugh it off. What I actually think she's trying to say. Making the same old excuses. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. But something finally changed. And there will be no going back. Because we, we believe in the best in men. Men need to hold other men accountable. Smile, sweetie. Come on. To say the right thing. All right, I may have heard enough too. The right way. I mean, are we getting paid for that? Yes, we got to watch here. We're not paying for it, you know. All right, so Best man can get, you know, just uh, send us some free blades. I mean, they only cost like twenty two ninety five for three of them. Yeah, it's expensive. Well, razor blades are Except expensive. Except at Costco, they might be cheaper. You can do what I do. Guess what? Shorty did. She re-upped our, our our Costco membership. She did. You got to. We're back on it. You got to. I'm still a Sam's Club. All right. Well, the, 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 I'm a Sam's Club guy too. Well, the, the the Gillette ad has gotten a lot of fanfare, both good and bad. People have criticized it. People have been all over it. People have been, yeah, this is awesome. Bill, what do you think? Well, I, I said it was powerful. I agree. I think it's I think it's, it's a it's a powerful way to express that. Now I don't know what I guess what they're saying is what I guess the definition. What does what does it take to be a man? What's the definition of man? And obviously, I think maybe that changed because of stereotypes over the last. But it touches how many a, it years? touches a lot of things. It's like, but it touches uh, bullying. A bullying, which I right? think is a huge problem. Um, Both men and women. Men and women, and and it touches every race and and gender um you know the i I guess the the downside i see to the to maybe the commercial is and i heard this on another podcast i listened to is well there's that part where that guy stops the other guy from going and talking to the girl that he finds attractive well you know one thing that i saw raised when i was listening to this other podcast was well how am i to meet somebody then you know what i mean even if i'm going up there and being respectful and saying hey can i what's your name what are you doing today do you want to go yeah, do do I do it online? Do I or do I just meet online? It's like now I get it, catcalling and all that thing. I mean, I don't I don't agree with any of that. I think it's degrading to women. But I mean, how the example that I, I don't know that they they got that 
point across what they were trying to say. I think they should have done a bad example. Maybe a yeah. bunch of like uh, construct, you know, because the what's the typical theme? A bunch of construction sure, workers sure. like catcalling somebody. Sure. Um, they, they didn't. They didn't have that. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is like, I, mean, I wrestle with my kids. I heard, uh, I heard uh, somebody say, wrestle with your kids. It's, it's a, it's, it's a moment in time that you don't, you won't, won't forget, you know, when you, when you're playing around with your kids and they're crawling on you top of you. You bullying your girls? Well, they, they show, they show brothers wrestling and then they say, Hey, we don't, you know, I don't know. I mean, if it was a fist fight, I think it'd be something different. So I agree with the, what they're trying to accomplish in the, in the commercial with the times are changing and, um, we need to recognize the things that me and my brother fought like oh my my brother and I all the time yeah I did so and and honestly like that razors you saw it too I would have gone in and shaved where we fought and I'd be like this Chase I'll tell you brother we normally fight but now that I use Gillette (laughs) well I mean (laughs) I get it there's also the the opinion that's out there that's why is Gillette they just sell me razors why are you taking on this issue but it's like there's that point in that thing where the dad's sitting there holding his daughter up and saying I am strong I am powerful that that, that, that that, that gets me as a parent I like that let me ask you this question then are you going to alter anything you do because of this Gillette ad I'm going to go home and I'm going to hold my daughter up against the mirror and say I'm strong and I'm powerful because of Gillette I would have done that anyway. Right. So but it, it, I'm buying Olivia Gillette razors four legs from now on. My notion of the pretty ones that she but likes. Here's the here's the point to the Gillette commercial. I've seen it all over the news, and we are choosing to talk about it as story number one on Lawyer Talk. Sell razors. That's why. That's why they did it. This is the, the irony of this is this is capitalism at its best. This is awesome. This is Gillette. You know what this is? This is exactly what Trump did. Right. He, he panders to the. Uh, we threw uh, Trump in here. We had to get Trump. <laughs> it's like that's what he did. He knew how to use the media. And he, he understood that good media, bad media, all media is media. It's attention. And it worked. And uh, that's what Gillette has done. Here we are on Lawyer Talk, one of the most popular podcasts in the nation, talking about the Gillette commercials and uh, whether what it takes to be a man. Now, my, my opinion of this commercial is from a content standpoint, it's a bunch of – I could care less what Gillette thinks about how I should be a man. I mean, well, forget, forget Gillette did it. Let's say Donald Trump. Made the story and released it. The same thing. It would have not like Donald Trump's Donald Trump's input on how I should live my life morally. Well, who's or as who a man morally? Who morally would be a good person that you Me. see? Okay, you. So Steve Palmer created this ad. I, I and I, I would suggest that if I created that ad and everybody in the world is listening to it, then. You know, I'm probably not the best source of that either, right? I mean, it's like you got to find. Well, your you know what I'm saying. Out. It's like for let's forget Gillette created it. Let's look at the for the values they're trying to you make us value, think about. You would learn those values at home or on your own. And I think the irony is you learn a lot of those values by doing all the things that they say you shouldn't do. So tell me a man that hasn't had to be in a fight or be picked on or go through the pecking order of what it is. And this is the, you know this is back to my elephants. You've heard about my elephants? No. There's been a stu- I've never read the study, but somebody told me about the study, so I'm just parroting what I was told. But I think it's true. Uh, because of uh, ivory hunters, there mm-hmm. was a dearth of adult male elephants. And what happened is the juvenile elephants, males, uh, were rampaging. You know, causing all sorts of problems yeah, in villages and and tearing stuff apart and doing things because they had eliminated the adult role models in their lives. I heard that story, and uh, and that was that. So I, I think some of that is that we have to, as men particularly, uh, we we need we need to go through a certain experience growing up to learn how to be a man in this society. And I've I've heard this argument before from uh, various people where it, it when you go through like uh, in domestic relations court. I, I talked to some of the counselors about this, and that is that this the traditional notion that you sh- the kids should spend more, the boys should spend more time with their mom through uh, through custody issues or whatever it would be. 
Uh, there's studies out there that know <coughs> that, that women particularly don't understand how to teach a boy how to be a man. And it's not that we understand, we have some corner on that market, but you know, there's certain things that we've had to go through to understand what it's like in the world as a man, just like there's things that women had to go through to understand what it's like in the world to be a woman. And, and uh, that has to be learned. You can't just watch a commercial and get it or listen to Steve Palmer and get it or anybody else. I think you just have to experience things. And if you're going to deprive people of those experiences, then they don't, even if they make a mistake, it's like, how do you learn how to do it right unless you've done it wrong once? I mean, that's this is like, this is sort of human well, we, development 101 to me. Well, I mean, yeah, cool. but I mean, we can't. I'm not advocating you to go out and harass should, women. Let's not say anything about boys because boys has taught you something. So let's just let people go out and get bullied. Why are we, why are we trying to change it? You know what I mean? Well, I, well, first of all, I don't think you're ever going to change that. I don't think it's ever going to stop. I don't think I don't so don't either, think... but shouldn't we at least call it out and say this is an issue? We need to address it with our children, and you and want to teach... stop boiling, well, b- bullying if if possible. Absolutely. So if you're raising a child it. who is bullying somebody, then I think we have a responsibility to deal with that with our children. Uh, if you don't know about it and somebody calls it to your attention, and I think we, so that's sort of the corollary is I would call it to somebody else's attention if it were happening. I would help my kid who's being bullied deal with the bullying, and it wouldn't be a real warm and fuzzy way to deal with it. But uh, you've got to try to, you've got to, you got to teach and help your children learn that stuff. But if you're learning that, if you think, if anybody thinks that we can uh, short circuit experience mistakes uh, with, just teaching them something out of a Gillette commercial or otherwise, it's, it's nonsense, right? It's not going to happen. So how did you learn the first time uh, how to uh, make advances on a sexual partner, right? You just, you had to learn, you had to do it. You're not going to learn it from a porno movie. You're not going to learn it from a book. You're not going to learn it from, uh, uh, from anything. It's, it's like you have to, you have to have the experience and go through it. Well, what if this commercial or other commercials like that or other media outlets are the, first experience for a young man what if their role model is bad what if their parents are bad what if their parent encourages bullying well i don't think i'm not saying these companies should be the role models gillette is going to be the substitute for a parent no but that's what i say it was powerful because it it maybe maybe opened somebody's eyes i don't know maybe my kids aren't learning how to be a man from a Gillette commercial. In fact, I, look, I don't even know. Do I use Gillette razors? I might even use Gillette razors. I don't know. And I'm not going to stop buying them. I use nor the Gillette. I, buy more. I like using them. <laughs> and I'm not saying they should be role models. I'm just saying that's how kids do learn is from other outlets outside the home the sometimes. The real question is why aren't people fast-forwarding through commercials? Yeah. The, I mean, I don't catch any commercials. I pre-record everything. Yeah, I never watch commercials. But this right here is they needed to talk. They needed to get it out because they are getting hit so hard in people fast-forwarding. Everybody records and streams what they've got. So they needed this. I mean, they hired a firm. This is what they came up with. You know, I mean, so they might have had a couple different ideas. They might have had the really good one with pyrotechnics and uh, and, uh, and spandex-wearing rockers. Like, bam, yeah. And it's like this, shame with your lad. And, you know, then there'd be dancing girls on poles and stuff like that. And they were like, you know what? We're not going to go with that one. We're going to go with this one. And then they were totally shot down my idea. All right. Well, <laughs> here's, here's the, I think the bottom line is this. Gillette, I don't think, has an altruistic vision about what it takes to be a man. No. I think they do have a very capitalistic vision on what it takes to sell razors. This has probably become a very effective, uh, at least, name recognition source for them. And, Jared, to your point, 
if somebody fast forwarded this, they've heard it somewhere else, right? They now yeah, that's that's, that's well, I actually went to, I didn't Lawyer see this run because it's like a two minute ad. I actually went to YouTube to watch it when I heard about it on the news. Sure. So Man. it's playing everywhere. Dude, so those guys, I hope they got paid. Hats off to Gillette. I don't right? know. Hats off to the crew. It's good marketing. The marketing crew. I actually like that. They nailed it. Jeff likes the ad. I don't give a. Uh, I don't care. Because even if you don't know. like the ad, you're still talking. But Jeff oh, yeah. and I just talked. Yeah, to, yeah it doesn't matter. Just, that. We it's, just talked to a judge the other day, working. and some people said they didn't like the billboard, and ju- the judge was like, "They were talking about me." They were yeah. Yeah. What yeah. billboard? As this was an old billboard that he he's running again, and and I said, "You can have that cool billboard." I liked it. And he said, I don't know, man. It got mixed reviews. But then, you know, the person that's that's running my campaign what, said, hey, dude. What was the billboard? No, was it just like smiley face or? Uh, it was. I mean, I'm not. I don't yeah, think it matters. I don't think it matters. Um, mm, this was this was cry. Judge Green. So we were talking to Judge Green. Um, he is uh, coming up for reelection, I think, next year. Um, he had a billboard that had. It was green in color in the back, almost neon green, but it had like a polka dot look to it. So it, it popped off the off the billboard. That's the first thing I, I I noticed that about it. And it was him in, in a tie with a with a bow tie, which he's known. That's his yeah. uh, signature. And uh, it was just colorful. And I remember thinking, I love it. And there's a bunch of people that didn't like it. And he said, Hey, man, any uh, any publicity yep. is good publicity. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. But I got a story that sort of hits lawyer talk. Um, it's it seems obvious to me, but this got big news. It came up on a, a bunch of different uh, sites that I saw. Cops cannot force you to unlock a phone with biometrics, which is the the fingerprint, the face analysis. So a federal judge. Uh, in North Carolina ruled that compelling a device to unlock using biometric data is a violation of the Fifth Amendment rights against self-incrimination. Cops are already barred from asking suspects to unlock their devices with a passcode thanks to Florida appeals court decision this past uh, October. With decision, biometric login mechanisms are afforded the same protection. You know, that's interesting to me because, you know, there, there would have been an easy path to go a different direction. I mean, typically... Uh, those types of things, the protection would fall on your right to remain silent, or uh, it, it sort of it sort of cuts across your right to remain silent and the Fourth Amendment asking for consent, I suppose. So yeah, you know if they're going to compel a fingerprint, I'd love to. I haven't read the case actually. I'd like to read the uh, analysis. But if you're going to compel a fingerprint or a face shot to open a phone, I guess that would be akin to forcing somebody to consent to a search because I think the Supreme Court has held the U.S. Supreme Court and others. Has held, in fact, that um, Man, this others a, have held. Others this is actually have held. a pretty as compelling case, a little bit. Yeah. So others so, have held that it is a search to look at a phone. Mm-hmm. So getting consent for that or forcing consent, I think, would probably violate the Fourth Amendment. But the case hinged on the judge Westmore denying a warrant to police officers investigating an alleged extortion crime in Oakland, California, where the suspects used Facebook Messenger to threaten the release <clears throat> of a comprising video. She said officers had probable cause to search the suspect's property, but not to unlock devices or compel suspects to do so. Apple and other device makers have pushed back against forced device unlocks in many forums for years. The warrant denial and the precedent it sets for protected biometric data is a significant decision for digital privacy as well as search and seizure law and the connected device air. Yeah, you know, I'm not, I don't know, everybody knows what I do for a living here, but I don't know fundamentally if that logic is going to hold up once it gets up to the U.S. Supreme Court. I I don't know that it will. Because ultimately... I mean, they got a certain, well, I guess they got denied the search warrant. Did they, I, we'd have to know more about the case. Here's but, how this mm-hmm. turns. Did they dodge the question by saying there was not probable cause? Because here's the difference. In... If, if, if they ask for a search warrant based on probable cause to search and unlock somebody's phone, 
and the judge determines no probable cause, you can't do it, then it's really no change of any legal standard whatsoever. If you ask for a search warrant and have probable cause to get into the phone, but the judge said that still doesn't mean you're allowed to force somebody biometrically right. uh, to unlock right. it, then that's a that's creating sort of a new realm of law. I think there was um, a there was a Supreme Court decision that that judge relied on. That's kind of getting to your point. Carpenter versus the United States covered the idea that laws need to evolve along with the technology. Um, in that decision, the Supreme Court said technology is outpacing the law. She said that today's mobile devices are not comparable to other digital or physical storage equipment and contain a quote unquote broad array of private information never found in a home in any form unless a phone is present, yeah. which makes total sense, yeah. right? Yeah. So I mean, well, so when you get a search warrant for a house and there's there's locked containers. Well, now what the police are trying to do is say this is a container, the phone, but it has way beyond anything you could find inside a house. But you can't house. still force someone that has uh, 10 pounds of cocaine and guns and a safe to give you the code. Uh, no. That's that, how I look at it. They uh, get in I think the, you can. In the safe. If you have a search warrant. No. No, they, they, they'll just crack it open. They can crack you it open. You can't, you can't force, force somebody, somebody to, talk, to do it. I don't think. No, you can't well, just say you have to Well, if I have a search warrant for the property and I say we believe there's safes inside that contain, you know. They can take the safe. Criminal... Uh, I think they, they can say, look, here's the deal. We're going to crack it open or you can give us a pass. What do you want to do? Go ahead, crack well, they, it open. They can do that. They so can I know, but I have a search warrant for it. That's a, doesn't mean they have an open warrant, right? I mean, that doesn't mean you well, have to I, open I'm it. I'm saying if they it specifies it. that that is, like, no. we had a case like this recently. Here's what's going to happen. They, they could get a, here's, here's a practical fact pattern. Uh, and you're right. We just, just, we recently had a case. Look, man, here's what's going to happen. We're going to get a search warrant for this safe. And if you don't give us the code, we're just going to go get the warrant and we're going to drill through it and break into it. Or you can just open it for us. Now, the issue there is if they didn't yet have the warrant, if they didn't yet have it, is that a valid consent to search inside the safe? Or was it a, a, a I guess an acquiescence to a yeah. claim of lawful authority to go get a search warrant? Now, let's take it a step farther. Let's say there is, in fact, a search warrant. The police officer is holding it and says, look, I have a search warrant for this safe. Here it is. I've already gotten probable cause, and here's what's going on. And uh, you got two choices, sir. We can uh, ruin your safe, or you can open it for us. And then the person opens it. Now that presents a different issue. They already know they had probable cause to get in, and they were going to get in. But did uh, by opening it, did they negate the invalidity, invalidity of the warrant? Um, let's say that it turns out what I mean is let's say later on it turns out the warrant was bad. They didn't have good probable cause or they lied or something happened that made the warrant bad. Well, you had situations where they're getting the warrant and they just start searching. They just start searching. It's just right, not right. signed yet. That's not enough. But let's say they already have it and then you consent to get them in anyway, even though they already have it. Does the consent count as an exception to the Fourth Amendment or is the consent still suspect based on a claim of lawful authority? I think in the second situation, you got a better case for a, uh, a Bustamante type bad consent that's california versus busted mm -hmm. i think best last name ever dude but anyway that is uh that's an interesting case and i think the cell phone stuff is gonna i think that's yeah. exactly right which what that judge said that federal judge he's pretty sharp just like look technology is advancing fast nobody really contemplated a time when it wasn't just a passcode but actually is going to be like some biometric james bond type access to your phone yeah and can you what, what can I mean, you do think about it they don't even have to consent they can just sit there like my phone has my face on it you know you have that now right yeah, yeah you they guys just all have it, right it. Up they just hold it up to your face yeah, yeah. And, and and they're in and is that a search i mean is that is that obtaining consent without probable cause or is that an invalid consent it's very interesting and it's frankly 
Or if, if they just say, we know that he has an iPhone registered to him and he's using it to drug deal, so we want a warrant for that, and they have probable cause and a signature. Can, can they use that Can to they do just it? use it to do it? Well, just put it up to your face, like you said. What, what's that? And yeah. I think, I look, honestly, irrespective of what I do, I think the answer is yes. I think ultimately it shakes out it, yes. it'll, it'll end up that way. Yeah, yeah. I think it yeah. will. And I think it probably should. Otherwise, you end up in this impossible standard that can't be really, right. really, uh, right. it's, it's not okay, working. Okay, wait a minute. I got a confiscated thing. It's not another, you know what I mean? All right, moving right along. What else? Well, Jared, you got something? I've got a few things here. The bunch of McDonald's franchisees are against the wall. They are out there uh, fighting it right now. No, there's like 90% of uh, all franchise owners are in America, and they are fighting the wall. McDonald's. I thought you were going to say like their sales are down. No, no they're, they're against building I'm the wall. I'm going to tell you here well, in a they're, second. They're against building the wall in their restaurants. McDonald's is going to make them put up a new wall that will cover up the kitchen so that you can now, you know, when you walk in McDonald's, you see them back there working. Yeah. They want a wall. They, mm. want, they want to cover it up there, and all the franchisees are A, like this. I don't want to pay for right. the wall. We don't want to build the wall. And they, they're they trying to change over their whole minute, atmosphere of walking in. Within, within McDonald's? Within McDonald's, yes. They, they're all going to be forced to build a wall. Are and they, uh, it'll, it'll tone down on the noise. And they want to change the whole sitting atmosphere to where, you know, with, with the price of, you know, minimum wage going up. So they're like, we can't pay that. So we will get apps. You walk in. It's going to be more like a lounge. You sit down, bing, bing, right. bing, bing. And then, like, you know, there's mysterious people in the back. You know, Oz is behind the wall there baking your McNuggets. You just get a curtain. And then you come sort around. like advanced vapor. So they, yeah. I got the soundproof <laughs> curtains. Right. We got one here in the studio. <laughs> they work they worked fine. They were, they were good. So, uh. I just thought I'd bring that up. I just saw the first uh, saw they were rallying well, against the wall. Well, I know why McDonald's is struggling. I don't know if you saw this in the news. This is January 23rd. This just came out. So what Burger King was doing to McDonald's, did you hear about this? No. What they were doing was if you downloaded their oh, app yeah, you get free. and you came within so far of, of, of a McDonald's, then they would automatically send you a coupon through the app for a one cent Whopper. This is geotagging. We just we just talked yeah, about this. Yeah. Somebody was trying you to sell us this. Yeah. So there's this notion that we can take our cell phone or like a, we can we can buy a, a a virtual bubble around a place. Like somebody could buy a five one one bubble, and then anybody who's in here is going to get targeted <laughs> with very specific ads. So it could be like one of our competitors saying, uh, "Don't hire those guys. Hire us." And somebody sitting in our lobby. Yeah. Or, yeah, seems sort of shit. That's awesome no, I, marketing. I, right? I would bet they've come. I know. I know some people that sell that, and they came to me, and and they're like, "Look, man, because you got a store right over here, and you got a store right over here. Once they walk into them, they'll get a text or an email or a coupon from you." And I was like, "Man, that just sounds slimy." It's, I just, I didn't, I, I, like I, just, I just didn't like the whole thing. But it's on going it. on constantly. I mean, how many times have you said, you know, we'll be looking something up just to answer a question on, you yeah. know, whether it be like milk. And then it comes up on our Facebook feed, like, oh, you can get a deal on milk if you order on Amazon. It's like, it, I mean, it happens constantly. Our phones are just, I mean, just sucking in all those ads and marketing. I'll tell you who else has had enough with McDonald's. There's an Arizona man right there. He went through the drive-thru on January 11th and received his fry order, but did not get his hot sauce. Sons of bitches. He ordered hot sauce with fries? Where yeah, was this? Arizona. He likes a little, he likes a little dip. They got little hot spice. Spice. I, didn't, I didn't know they had the hot sauce with the fries. Makes but sense. He didn't get burger it. In it. He didn't get it. So uh, he ended up going back into the McDonald's, dumped a Coke, threw a pop at the person that served him, yelling about it, didn't get his hot sauce, threw a Coke at her, goes down the parking lot. That's she assault, comes, brother. She comes out to take a picture, oh, it gets even better, of his license plate, which as he sees her walking out, he reaches into his car and pulls out a shotgun. Then he loads it, 
and uh, did not shoot her. The young man, uh, he got a, he did he did put a cha- one in the chamber though. And I've Ooh. seen this where there's a lot of places that have stopped straws because you know they're like we got to stop using our our one time disposables, which is a big problem. I'm just. Our one-time disposables are nuts from the three bottles of, of water that I've set next to me right now. Yeah. And so they weren't given weren't given straws. And there's a video where a guy goes to the drive-thru, didn't get straws of his coat, goes back in, starts demanding straws, grabs the employee, shaking the employee over the counter. They get into a fist fight. Now the manager's over. Everybody's in a fight on it there. So what do you think the answer to that? Like paper, like strong paper straws well, or something? They're going back to that. Yeah, Matthew, my or I shouldn't, am I allowed to say my son's name? I don't know. Anyway, my son was went through this phase because they learned at school that straws were bad for the environment. Mm-hmm. So he was like uh, monitoring us with straws. Now, I never used straws anyway. We used to call them sissy sippers, so we never used them. But, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of straws. I don't use a lot of straws, but I didn't stand the car there. But now that's why, like on Amazon right now, there's a big... Sales on stainless steel straws. Ta- like but more Coke, than that, if Coke you didn't like get, taste better there's to me still when I'm no drinking it. Reason to go into and grab an employee and start shaking them no, around. Of course not, not for a that. straw. Of course for not. Sake. Yeah, <laughs> I mean no. The answer <laughs> sounds to that, like he's he's project. He's probably had a, he had a bad day. Something happened in his world. Licorice. Some people are using licorice now. For oh, straws yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to do that when we were kids. I don't. I don't buy into that. I did that when I was a kid, but that's that's moronic. Ted's Montana Grill is always yeah, they always paper, use the paper ones. And I hated those. Do you, you guys ever do like <laughs> air sucks through it and yeah. they get like soggy? You guys ever do the suicide? Oh yeah, suicide. Fill it all no up. No diet. All the I would do like this. Suicide. Have <laughs> the roller rink. Suicide. No diet. Suicide. No diet. Huh? Yeah, we don't want to cut the sugar. I, cut, I'll leave the diet out. <laughs> back bro. when I was back when I was making suicides, they didn't have diet pop on the freaking. I don't even know. If, I don't. Even, I actually don't know if when I was a kid they had diet pop. I think they did. They didn't yeah, have all the zeros never, and all that no crap. Tab. It was like Tab and yeah. uh, what was the other? Fresca. Yeah. And uh, I remember Diet Coke came out. It was big. I, I squirted. It. All right. So we, we did cover this story, I think, a couple of weeks ago. The, somebody who, a woman who was incapacitated, oh, yeah. had become impregnated at a nursing home. Well, there's been an arrest made, apparently. A nurse was arrested. In, DNA in, match. In the case of the incapacitated woman who gave birth. Remember, everybody, they're lining them all up asking for DNA. Um, he has been arrested on charge of sexual assault. Um, sexual assault. I think it would be a little more full blown rape. rape. Yeah. <laughs> Arrested 36 year old Nathan Sutherland on one count of sexual assault and one count of vulnerable adult abuse. This is a phys- or a, Phoenix, a law in Phoenix. Uh, Sutherland, who was a licensed pra- practical nurse, worked at a Hacienda healthcare facility where the woman lived and had been providing care to her. Boy, he doesn't. There's a much you see a picture of him? Boy, he's looking sort of rough. I know. I saw All the right. picture, too. He was linked to the case through he DNA. He looks like a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> he's a man. He didn't watch the Gillette commercial. All right. So he submitted his DNA sample under the court order on Tuesday. The results came back a few hours later. They got the instant DNA, and now here he is tied up. He has invoked his Fifth Amendment rights because clearly he listens to lawyer talk off the record on the yeah. air. He knows never talk to the police, even when you're guilty. And... Uh, off we go. So just I mean, that's going to be. I mean, there's. Think about trying to build a defense to that. I mean, if there's a, a tough one. DNA <laughs> match. <laughs> what I heard uh, about Will this. Will he owe child support? Troubling. No matter what, he's not going to do life. Yeah. So he's going to owe child support when he gets out. Well, he might. Ooh. You know, let me. I mean, somebody's got to take. Counts. Somebody yeah. has to take care yeah. of this child. Well, here's Ooh. the deal. Here's the interesting part of the case because I actually read a big long story on this. The sad thing is, this woman. And this is horrible to think about. Is responsive. So what I mean by that is the story I heard said if her family asked her questions, she could move her fingers in response. Uh, so the horrible thing uh, is that that's terrible. She probably lived. She probably lived this and had some 
idea of what's going on right. now. The question is this. Test can time. law enforcement now get answers about how many times this guy did this? Because yeah. I guarantee it's not just once. Well, and the problem yeah. is that's going to give him the same defense, right? He's going to say, no, she consented by doing the thing with a finger or doing whatever. Yeah, I didn't right? think so about that. that. Angle, but, but let me just say this. We have joked about this and we have jested about it, irrespective of all that. This is the kind of garbage, like, he maybe should get life, right? I mean, oh, this, this is, is this yeah, is, this is, mm-hmm. this is, I do what I do. Because I defend it's people. More. Yeah, this is this is a this and, is a and, nasty, and to hear vicious. that maybe she was with it enough to know that it was going yeah. on and couldn't stop it. Horrible. And how long was it going on? Right, I, I guarantee that, that comes, it's been going I mean, on for and a while. that's a huge problem that we all know about is is care areas of groups. You yeah. know, I mean, homes from from senior citizens sure. to in, incapacitated people. Yeah, to our VA hospitals. It's like imagine this. I you, think about it all the time, even with uh, where I drop my kid off. You know, what I mean, it's like, yeah, I get, uh, but I'm not here. I don't have a video of what's going on. I can't. I'm, just, I'm not like advanced vapor, and I can see exactly what's going on with my my employees at all times. I mean, it, I don't have that. So I hope that, I hope that you know that people are treating my child, you know, and you would hope that if you put somebody in a facility, the same is going on. Yeah. My mom worked in one for years in a nursing home, after being a, a ER nurse and. It was something that was very important to her, you know, to uh, to make sure that the staff was treating people fairly. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, this guy should get life, maybe be castrated. I wouldn't even care if the death penalty were imposed. I suppose if all this shakes out that he is a he's been victimizing this 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 woman. So anyway, onward, Jeff. You got something? You got a whole list. You've been you've been. Uh, if you're not ready, I'm ready. Uh, go ahead with yours. I got I got a couple, but go ahead. I, I am not an NFL fan. Oh, this is on my list. But the I think I know where you're going. Yeah, it's on my list. The, the the bad call in the New Orleans Saints game, uh, was it, it, it was horrible. I I only watched the replay of that. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> I've never now here's the t- I did some research on this. I googled it like worst calls in NFL history. There was actually one. I think it was Bill Parcells. I saw getting interviewed, or maybe it was Don Shula. It was Don Shula getting interviewed about it because he was involved in the gives. It, it might have been a Dolphins game, but it was actually a field goal they called good in a playoff game that won the game. But it was clear on the replays that it was just missed. They missed mm. the field goal, but they called it good, and it, it was game changer. And that was what resulted in the uh, the uprights being extended. And, and, hmm. So uh, there was a change. Now it's interesting because there was an optometrist. I don't know where's my article here now. There was an optometrist somewhere. Now it says I can't find the article, but an optometrist is offering free eye exams to NFL refs. Yeah, uh, maybe just to punctuate the point that this was a bad call. Uh, there is a legal dispute now. Some people have filed a lawsuit mm-hmm. against have. Uh, the commissioner, saying we want you to exercise your authority. Were these gamblers? They must be. Right. I mean, can you like let's say they 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 repeal it and they pull it back? Can you go to your bookie and be like, Yo, bro, you, I don't right. you owe me now. It's yeah. going to be like, no, nah, they're, they're, there's nah. people out in California suing. I think it's a good marketing ploy for these lawyers. I mean, they're not going to yeah. win. They know they're not going to win, but their name's out there. Well, after a stunning missed call by officials that helped to keep these saints out of the Super Bowl, angry fans have filed or have been reacting in various ways, from lawsuits and petitions to billboards in Atlanta to boycotts throughout the New Orleans area to a letter from a Louisiana governor uh, that chastised the NFL commissioner, Roger Goodell. What they want to do is they want to compel Goodell to... Uh, exercise his power under NFL rulebook to replay the final one minute, 49 seconds of regulation of the New Orleans overtime loss to the Los Angeles Rams in, the, in that game. Yeah, that's an attorney yeah, file. That's that crazy, I too. I, I can't imagine that the court is going to, you know what they call it, like specific yeah. performance. Like, courts hate doing that. They right. hate forcing people to go do something. They will take your money. They will they will enforce judgments on debts, and they will, they will convert loss to financial even when yeah. it doesn't make any sense. But actually so making... 
The lawsuit I saw was, was I know there's a lawyer saying, can they replay the ending? I think that's nonsense. But what if you're a ticket holder? The New Orleans ticket holders are specifically filed. You know, so you're a ticket holder. You have a vested interest in being there, a vested interest in the success of your team, and that was taken away by somebody well, else. That's crazy. Well, you're paying money. Be, because you had, say, you bought season tickets to go to the next game, or you had Super Maybe. Bowl tickets, or that, there might be some yeah. argument Maybe. there. But yeah. um, The interesting knows? thing is that ref called it off. And another ref was coming over saying it was okay, but the head ref was like, he waves him off. There's footage of a fan in the stands that caught that. So it was. Uh, I'm not saying there's a conspiracy. I'm just saying it was. It was just a bad call. I heard a lot of people on Facebook saying the NFL's rigged. Yeah, like they believe that. Well, if you watch that, it's like that. That was as bad as it gets. But yeah. anyway. all right. So this kind of dove, dovetails off that. This is a, a very cool story. Um, a ten year old wins science fair by claiming Patriots quarterback Tom Brady is a cheater. So what this kid did, New England Patriots, so let me see, Ace Davis was his kid's name. He's an elementary student from Lexington, Kentucky. It's like Ace Freely. Had the idea of shaping his science fair project around Tom Brady as a cheater. And guess what? He won the science fair. So what he did was he looked back at the deflate gate scandal and tested the competitive advantage gained by deflating the PSI levels of footballs. So he turned that into a science project, and the kid concluded that the Patriots were found guilty of doctoring footballs, thus losing a million dollars in future draft picks. Tom Brady is indeed a cheater. Look at this, dude. It's a whole—I hope you guys can see this. It's like a whole—you know what? You, you see the like Jeez, sort of tri-folder nice, of yeah. stuff. Um, pretty cool. Well, he's obviously pretty cool. not a Patriots fan. That kid. He's not a Patriots fan, but I thought that was, that, that, that was cool. I, you don't always see that. That, was, uh, that, 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 that took some— uh, Creativity and just say something real quick about that because you mentioned Brady. I find it fascinating that this guy's going to be in nine Super Bowls. There's uh, not, if you uh, look at NFL franchises, there's not a team in its history that's ever been in nine. Now, how do you I think this young man's going to, not young man, but th- this guy's going to be in nine. I don't think out of 18 years, I don't think anybody, even with the scandals that have surrounded the Patriots, can say that Tom Brady's not. So Probably the greatest quarterback. We never all time. see this ever again. I guarantee and, it. And the cool thing and about Tom Brady, Belichick has. I'm not a Tom Brady fan. Oh, is is, yeah. You know, Belichick's there too. Yeah, I'm not a Tom Brady fan. But the cool thing I read the other day was I don't think he. I think he struggled to start in high school. I think he had a lot of trouble at Michigan with competing competing people. Yeah. I think he got drafted like what like 129 in the sixth yeah. round. I think. Yeah, it was long. And now look where he is. I got I got two words, Lance Armstrong. <laughs> Of course, a cheater can win nine Super Bowls. All right, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. How many Tour de France's or Tours de France? Mm. It turns out it's all a bunch of rigged, doped up steroid abuse. All this guy's doing is deflating balls his whole life, and now he's. You think I? I maybe. I'm just kidding. I mean, if he wins this year, they got to be paying attention to the balls, right? (laughs) They got to be. You'd think. This goes to show you. It's It's like like, like, fool me once. Fool me once. Well, I can't get fooled again. (laughs) A a mental attitude and hard work ethic, and some people just know how to win football games or or know how to perform at that sport on a level at a time that can transcend pure athletic ability. So, anyway, Andy cheats. All from science fair. Mm -hmm. Yep. But speaking of science fair, there's a new study out that uh, shows many patients are choosing medical cannabis to supplement oh, or even replace pharmaceutical drugs. That's surprising. <laughs> now, this study I've comes... That no, this study, it's straight out of the University of Michigan Institute for Social Research, which surveyed 450 adults who identified as current cannabis users. Among those surveys, 78% said that they use cannabis to treat medical or health conditions. 
Nearly half of those users, 42%, said they completely stopped taking their pharmaceutical drugs. That's because they're too so, high to get to the pharmacy. Well, no. I mean, let's think about that. You know, well, 38% said they cut back their use. Watch the leather, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good study there. Uh-huh. I, I, I like it. But I mean, for I, those with their medical card, let's say you work for the government. The government's shut down right now. There's somebody there that has your back, and that would be BudTrader.com. I, I read this. BudTrader. They're out there. The government shut down. It's going to be entering into our second month. No clear end in sight. But one notable cannabis website has decided to hand out to the 800,000 furloughed federal workers. They're getting unpaid by offering them free medical weed for as long as the shutdown lasts. All right. Well, that's okay. So at least you got yeah. something to do to pass the time. Now, But if- now my question on that is if you're a federal worker... I didn't know because there's a lot of things we got. The world's changing in medical marijuana. It's changing yep. here in Ohio. That doesn't mean that you have your card that some jobs are going to be like you can now fail your drug test. Yeah. There oh, still yeah. will be things up to where it's like, yeah, I know yeah. you've got your card, but you have failed our requirement. You failed our drug test. You, you can't make deliveries here. For- Which is nothing short of inconsistent with those who have or have had the pain scripts for opiates where you're showing up at work. I mean, I've had cases like this where people are on prescription opiates and they're nothing short of screwed up all day long. I mean, I've had them in the office talking yeah. to me about their drunk driving case. And they're like, oh, I wasn't drinking at all. Yeah. And, and I can right. tell, I was like, well, how many, how many Percocets you taking every day here? And it's all prescription. There's like eight of them. Yeah. Like, gives me a right. You, you're taking an awful lot of opium every single day. And in, in, can you imagine a situation where, uh, like if I say you're a bus driver, you can't do that. I mean, you just can't. So if you're if you operate something or you're doing something as, as a job that you just can't be baked all the time, it gets tough. And what if you're baked after hours? How do you d- tell the difference? Uh, there's not like a real time test yet. So at least not. I know I've heard of them and trying to develop one, but I just wonder how many government employees are allowed to use medical marijuana, even though in Washington D.C. probably it none. is decriminal. I mean, it, it not decriminalized, but it is. They do have me- legal medical marijuana. And so I think they are actually, I think they have rec in DC right now. Really? Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's full on. So I, I, you're right there. And, and I, but, I had a family member that struggled with that too, um, with a business that was close to an area that sold legal marijuana, but where the business was, it was illegal sort of across state lines. So the question was, could you compel your employees to, to take a drug test and be clean, even though they're lawfully going out like they wouldn't get alcohol. Absolutely. You know what look, I mean? I, if, I, if, I, if I, what if I wanted to pee people that worked here in my office and say, look, I, let's just take it easy. If you've got booze on your breath or if you got to take this breath test and you got booze on your breath, you're fired. Nobody would have any problem with that, even though alcohol is lawful. What if I said you have to pee in a cup and I'm going to have a real-time test and it's positive for marijuana, you're fired, even though marijuana is lawful. I mean, I can do that. Mm, yeah. Yeah. There's no constitutional right to be high yet. The NFL, they also uh, turned down an ad for uh, cannabis, for marijuana. Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah, they tried to for go the Super through Bowl. there for the Super Bowl. Super yep. Bowl ad, they said, no, not not going to do it. Now, it is cold mm-hmm. and flu season. But the good news about that is it got out enough to where people are talking about it. We're talking there you about go. It, you know? So it is cold and flu season. And speaking of medical needs and medical conditions, there are some anti-vaccine vaccine people. Bill, are you an anti-vaxxer? No. No, my kids got vaccines. I've been vaccine, vaccinated. Yep. Um, there was a time, ba- not beyond my childhood where there would be chicken pox parties. You remember talking about those? Where everybody gets chicken pox. You take your kids over to a party so they can get chicken pox and just get it out of the way. Um, Well, now somebody has capitalized 
on the anti-vaccinators. They are selling tissues that have been contaminated. <laughs> that have been contaminated with human viruses. Oh so used tissues for seventy nine ninety nine, according to the company's website. Uh, you get all, uh, the sole purpose is to give users a cold virus. We believe using tissue that carries human sneeze is safer than needles or pills. Read the note that came with the product, written by the founder of the company. That is, wipe your nose with a sullied tissue, and you'll get quote sick on your own terms. But a few questions lingered, like a runny nose that sick won't go on away. your own terms. Can't those? I mean, I, I don't even think you can. Can't those lay, like dormant for a while, and you can get sick? I mean, I don't even know that you can know. control that. Boy, I, I got a couple of days off, not too busy at work. Give me the tissues. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take one. Gonna I think all down. that matters, like your stress, your sleep, all that stuff can have different effects on yeah, a cold. I just soon get that the is, flu shot. Yeah, know. that's that's out. I there. mean, what is different than a flu shot, really? I mean, I suppose, except it's not your snot that I'm inhaling. I mean, I get, I guess, where you're <laughs> coming from. How many people get the flu shot and then they're like, you, do know, you get a, a flu week shot? later? I try. I did not get one this year. I've never tried. I got the kids. I, don't, I, don't do that. I got the kids one. I have had the flu shot once in my life. I got that was last year. I've never been sicker, and everybody says this everybody it's says rhetorical, that. but yeah. it is true. It is absolutely categorically true. Now I have gotten the flu without, and I haven't had the flu shot, but it has been <clears> years <throat> since I actually caught the flu. Last year I got it. it was about this time. Remember I was gone for a week yeah. and a half straight. I mean I could not even yeah, stand yeah. up. Now here's what I love is people tell me, oh I got a stomach flu. It's like there ain't no stomach flu. Yeah. Did you go get the flu test to know you got the flu? I mean we were on to you. You came back with a bunch of deer meat, but yeah. yeah. We knew I mean, what was you, going you, on. You quote unquote got the flu. <laughs> got the, yeah. I, had the, I had the Bambi flu. Back in my drinking days, I used to get the Budweiser flu every now and then. I got something for you, Bill. James Gandolfini's son is going to be yes, playing the I young Tony Soprano yes. in the prequel film. Right. right. So uh, he's gonna be playing his dad. Well, he's gonna be playing his the role. That's dad made famous yeah. as a younger man. And uh, the whole setup there, I do believe that it's going to be set in the era of New York, uh, Newark's riots during the 1960s. So uh, that should that be interesting. Sure. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited about I that. Love sopranos, I, mean, I love the Sopranos. Man. I've only seen the first season. Is oh, it like 25 oh. years ago now or 20 years ago? It, came it is. Out? Yep. Yeah, they just had their anniversary. It's and crazy. It, it revolutionized TV, right? It, oh, it, had, it, it was a big... Yeah, HBO just took it's like it, it, that was like the birth of all the Netflix series, the birth of all the yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Like H- HBO just did on the Twitter. They were doing a, a season a day. So each each day mm-hmm. on HBO two, they run a season. And I caught myself. I sat there and started binge watching like three or four yeah. of them. As I was watching them, I was thinking about well, when did this date come out? When did this come out? Because I mean, we watched it religiously down to where the final episode we yeah. cooked a huge meal i had all kinds of people yeah. over our house we had a big dinner and then we sat down and turned up the surround sound and watched it just a now, small town boy david chase did finally come out with an answer to the ending of sopranos it's been up for major debate you're gonna do a spoiler uh, alert here he this made, ain't no spoiler he, he let it out no no nah. chase said this he said we picked that death scene because the other one I had written was Tony Soprano was going to go to meet up with Johnny Sachs in New York, and he was supposed to go through the tunnel. As he went through the tunnel, it was going to turn black. So he did call it the death scene. Really? So it, that was Tony getting hit. And I remember the big debate on that. There was a one season there where him and Bacala are sitting in the boat. They're out there. Yeah, they were talking on and, the boat. And they're talking on the boat. And he says to Bacala, he said, what do you think happens when you die? And he said, I imagine black. it all goes black. Yeah. And I remembered oh, that yeah, statement. Yeah. 
So at the very end there, they're all sitting down eating See, the I onion like rings. I like and that it's going in there. And then Some it goes, people hate it. Well, I'm going li- to tell I you. I liked it. We were there. We didn't know what to think. I mean, there was probably I thought my TV people. went out. Yeah. I was pissed. We, I was like, what the we, f- every, Everybody did. Because there was like 10 yeah, of us in the room. Did. And then it went black. And then we were all like this. What? What? <laughs> it was like, it was like give, give me the remote. I remember I was turning the remote up. <laughs> he wanted to end it that way to where he gave it a blank space. And then the credits rolled. He didn't want to roll the credits. But the Actors Guild said, no, you have to roll the credits. Mm-hmm. It would have so, been better if they had done it like three quarters through the hour. So it just ends and then there's black. And just, that's it. It's like it's supposed to be an hour show, but it was 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, or made the show an hour and 20 minutes. People would have been crazy. So you got 20 yeah. minutes of black. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah like some of it, like, like, yeah, I just think back to, uh, oh, man, what's that? And then, then start But it was, it was done so well because the it lead? involved family, the movie's involved name. family problems. School problems. It was, I mean, it, yeah, it, yeah, it, it, covered it, it, it covered a lot. But then you had to, you know, add in the meat. You know, I mean, the whole. And it was just good acting it. too. It was. It I was, remember it was turning, amazing stories. Man. I remember turning vividly episode one on, and they pull that car over and they hit that guy coming out of the yeah. episode one right in the beginning, and they hit that guy coming out of the work. Yeah. And he's got a suit on, and he, you know, talking about you owe me this. Da, da, da. I was like, all right, this is the show for me. Yeah. yeah. Now there's a new one on Netflix. These guys up in Montreal. It's supposed to be a mob type show. I haven't, or is it? It's in Canada. It might not be. It might be Toronto. I don't remember. But I haven't started watching it yet. But what's uh, it called? I don't remember. Is it Netflix or Amazon? I can't remember. But it's a, there's a mob series, and I just can't bring myself to hit play mm-hmm. on it because. I've got the Sopranos left in my head in yeah, Delaware. Yeah. Yeah. I'm watching. I'm watching. Good it's like Girls. watching. It's like if you saw Tombstone, I can never watch Wyatt Earp with Kevin Costner. Yeah, it's one of those things. Same. You know what I mean? I know it's, yeah, I'm not even going to try to even watch it. <laughs> I'm a Huckleberry. You're right. Daisy if you do. All I right. got a story that's kind of crazy, interesting. This state representative from I think Arizona wants to build the wall. They want the wall. But they want to build it with porn fees. So they are proposing. Genius. Representative Gail Griffin of Hereford wants to charge you $20 to look at pornography on the internet. This is House Bill 2444. That's not not fair. It's going to accomplish this. It's going to require companies that make or sell electronic devices in Arizona to install software that blocks porn. That's a real To remove the block. All you have to do is prove you're 18 and plunk down $20 payable to the Arizona that's Commerce a, Authority. That's a real hard tax. Now, that's never going to happen, but it's it's just a crazy so they, if, if somebody downloads child pornography, so the government is a co-conspirator, and because well, now they paid the oh, government to. Oh, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> good call. So I, like I like that. Now, there, just real quick, there's more to this, too. I mean, it's going to go into a fund for child trafficking stuff like that but a portion of it is going to go to um to build the wall to build the wall so right. and that's a state decision so does arizona have authority on its own to build a wall right. without donald trump and the rest of the uh cast of characters the, out in dc who knows yeah. um, i gotta i gotta throw this story in it is an old story but it's the first i've heard of it and it is a unique trial situation so the the article is partially faded hand stamp undermines everything prosecutor says Okay, it's very short. So this is what happened. Members of the jury convened for the case of Texas versus Guadalamero. Admitted Friday, they were distracted from the closing arguments of the Dallas Assistant District Attorney, Paul Hagsbury, after noticing a faded bar stamp on the back of his left hand. He was saying something about evidence, definitely linking the defendant to drug trafficking, but every time he made a hand gesture, all I could do was look at the ink stamp. 
said juror Margaret, Margaret Sanders, adding that she could have sworn she saw Hansberry idly brushing glitter out of his hair on his way into the courtroom. The logo looks really familiar, quote-unquote, she said. It's definitely from some place I've been before. Maybe it's Lucky Mabel's? I think they have a mega muggerita night on Thursdays over there. That afternoon, sequestered and attempting to reach a verdict, the jurors reportedly spent nearly an hour in deliberations over whether the prosecutor was, in fact, wearing the same suit he had on the day before. All right, so you get a guy so who's on a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> it's Thursday mega margarita night. Hey, how'd you prepare for your last closing <laughs> argument? Mega margarita oh, night at a strip club where there's a glitter? Didn't wash the stamp off. <laughs> yeah. But you say this all the time. You're, you told me before, you like, you shouldn't try a case with a beard. I know one time Eric shaved his head. You know what I mean? It's like you can't. You yeah. gotta. You well, know. I look at it this way. A trial, it, it's, it starts almost the... It starts days before because let's say you're going to start a trial on Wednesday and it's Monday and you're at the courthouse acting like a jackass. Well, there are possibly jurors around that will be on your mm -hmm. case and you don't even know it. You're just a jackass. So I guess this is a this this is far more motivating for me to be a good man than a Gillette yeah. commercial, right? It's like <laughs> capitalism. Oh, circle. Capitalism <laughs> is an awesome motivator because if you run around acting like a jackass, you're gonna be you're gonna fall short in everything you ever wanted to do. So unless that is your shtick, like the movie Jackass, I suppose. But mm -hmm. it, it's um, it, a, a trial starts immediately, or it starts it starts long before the case, not just immediately when it begins. Yeah. And, and it, when you walk through the courthouse, I always tell my clients now as we're going over, it's like the the second they enter the office as we walk over together, and I like to do that on the morning of trial. I like to walk over with my client because I think it shows a certain unity to it. But uh, I, I tell them, trial starts now. Mm -hmm. The second we open this door, so we're going to talk professionally. We're going to walk next to each other. We're going to we're going to walk the walk, talk the talk, and be professional and courteous. Now, that's not to say we aren't all the time, but I think it's very important not to be a jackass in your daily mm -hmm. life. And certainly not when you're going to deliver a closing argument. And I've told the story before on old episodes, but if you haven't heard it, it's like I remember going. I think it was I wasn't wasn't a lawyer yet. You were driving up. We were driving to Worcester to try that case, and somebody cut you off. And I remember you waving and saying, "Oh, sorry," you know what I mean. And I was like, "Wow, that was he was nice. He wasn't too frustrated <laughs> right. by that." And he goes, "Wait, think about it. And that could be a juror. I'm driving into Worcester. I'm now in the county. It's like." Mm -hmm. Let's look around. I mean, who knows? So I could be standing there, and that person that that I just you know had that interaction with on the road could be one of the jurors. And it's like that never crossed my mind until I heard that. I'll never forget that. Huh? I yeah. did. Yeah, <laughs> I did <laughs> I've already told the story yeah, once. I told the story once on here yeah. on an old episode. Yeah, yeah. Any uh, other any Valentine's Day is coming up, dude. And if you, you and, stole my and, story. And if you want to give your loved one uh, the little uh, heart-shaped toms, yeah, um, with uh, love you and love you kiss and show and me your me and, elbows and uh, whatever gets yeah, written on you those will things. not uh, you will not be able to purchase those. I think it's the first time. Like why? Can you believe this? I, I, I don't why? know why. Those little things with the because they're, they're, they're not being they're not being manufactured this year. Why not? Like uh, because I was a Neko Neko wafers got purchased by uh, another candy company. Which they did obtain all the rights to the Wafonakers, the the, the yeah. sweethearts, and everything like that. So we're talking about the little things. Yes, yeah. but they, they aren't very good. But they say the they say the stuff the on them. Be sweet, be happy, love The little antacids, you know, the yellow, the red yeah, one, the green. I, yeah, I confess. When you, you said Tom's, I was like, do they actually make Tom's like that? No, but you no, know, but come on, I'm telling a joke. Yeah, I didn't get it. It kind of does taste like that's Valentine's Day. Yeah, I know. That's what everybody's. And I remember this when you were in school. You used to pass out those little Valentine's cards. 
sometimes make a box. And sometimes and it came in a box with a little with the, yeah. the heart with the you could look through the window. But then sometimes people have those little cards and they put one of those in there. Yes. And if it was like from a girl you liked, oh, yeah, you'd, oh, you'd pick oh, out pick out it what it says. It doesn't say love you. It says no. it says, it says marry me. Screw off. You know, really? I don't know. But well, some I of love those, those things. See, I, was gonna, I thought that was going to be because of some politically incorrect statement there. Maybe like no. be mine. No, that seems very. I'm trying to look it up. There's something just financial or what? I told you it was to it. They got sold and they don't have their equipment set up to, uh, to, to manufacture it. I mean, they don't they have here. the rights to make it, but they closed down the, those companies there. And, uh, the, you know, it's sometimes... Like they didn't make them in time or they, something. They, yeah, they didn't, yeah, they didn't have time to set up and make it. They Were they able to? They bought the rights. Well, there's plenty of grandmothers out there that probably still have them in a jar. That's <laughs> what I'm saying right there. <laughs> They're sitting somewhere. There's probably some I might be able to find some. Yeah. So, uh, All right, so we had a question, Jeff. We had a question. Somebody oh, wanted yeah. us to tackle abortion. All right. So this is uh, what's this? Is this newsworthy? I don't know. We're not going to tackle abortion today, but we want you to know we are listening. We have actually pondered this. I am preparing an entire episode or two, maybe three, about the history of abortion, uh, the the legal part of it anyway, and uh, we might even get into some real good debate. But along those lines, yep. Shout out to Adam. Adam requested it. it's coming, buddy. It's coming now. I read an article, or somebody I found an article that I had saved for this purpose before I knew about Adam's question, but. Uh, this individual, this author, it's a blog probably, I suppose, but uh, it is possible to be morally pro-life and politically pro-choice at the same time. Uh, I, I, I suppose it's an interesting read. I read it. I don't necessarily agree with it one way or another, but uh, there's a lot of debate to come. I think it will be very helpful for and there's everybody. There's been some in the news. There's been some stuff, right? California signed. I know. Well, at least in our story. governor. Well, yeah, our governor came yeah. out saying he will absolutely... Um, he did veto. sign a heartbeat bill that case is vetoed. Yeah. Except, except uh, a heartbeat bill, a similar one was uh, was overturned. I got the article here right now. Iowa uh, passed a similar law, the Ohio or the uh, heartbeat bill, that was declared unconstitutional. All right, uh, by a Polk County District Judge Michael Huppert wrote in his decision striking down the law that its defenders didn't identify a compelling state interest in barring most abortions after a fetal heartbeat can be found. Uh, so that has not yet climbed the federal court ladder. Um, and who knows, Kavanaugh did Kavanaugh. not did not vote to accept review over the last one that went up the plan or went up the Planned Parenthood case. But uh, this one could go up. These heartbeat pills are coming now. This, this sort New York's of, got one too. This came out January 23rd that uh, Andrew Komen of New York, the governor there, signed into law a new measure to protect and expand abortion rights. They call that the Reproductive Health Act. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. This is all yeah. coming. This it's is all, all yeah. coming. Mm-hmm. And and I think it would be very. It was very helpful for for me. I actually watched a continuing legal education uh, uh, at home over the holidays. Um, between the holidays, and uh, it prevent it provided a really you watched really, the deer stand. We know. Yeah, I was sitting on my couch. I wish I would have been in a deer stand. <laughs> I would be looking for deer if I'm in a deer stand. I don't want to watch any see. I don't want. I don't want nothing to do with the law when I'm out hunting deer. But no, it was. Uh, it was fascinating to me. It it provided a history of Roe v. Wade, how and why it was decided on the trimester theory, which wasn't presented as argument in any of the briefs. And uh, it gave some insight into some of the backdoor politics, some of the back, or maybe not politics, but legal uh, stuff that was going on. Uh, it was it was fascinating. It got me thinking about abortion and Roe v. Wade and what it really stands for, what it doesn't stand for, and where we are with it. So I think we owe it to the yeah. millions of Lawyer Talk listeners to soon tackle that, explain it, provide some, we'll call it neutral history. Sure. And what the actual law is. Sure. 
And then is maybe, everybody willing to give opinions? Yes. Yeah. Cool. Let's do it. You want to do it now? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Let's do it. That can be that can be We're a good that can be a good segment. Be a, That'll be an hour segment. Yeah. But we did get a question. So yeah. yeah, we got a question. I feel like you know why don't we just slip it into the news here slip and it get in. an answer. Let's hear it. Um, this, it comes through anonymous when it comes to the website, but it says if one of your friends were inebriated and falls out of a chair on your patio, could he file a lawsuit if he hurts himself? So that's an interesting question. Could he file a lawsuit? Yes. <laughs> I like you can, it. You can Thanks always file a lawsuit. That's what's great about our country. That's yeah, what's yeah. great about our sure can. You can sue whoever you want, whenever you want. My coffee's want. too hot. Well, that was a good lawsuit as it turns yeah. out if you, if you dissect that one. But yeah. anyway, if you, uh, you could sue your buddy, I suppose, for being too drunk, falling out of a chair on his patio and getting hurt. Whether the lawsuit would actually have merit or hold water, like uh, like Vinny would say, uh, eh, probably not. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess you. here's what we do in It'd lawsuits. Be tough. You, you look for the first thing lawyers do with lawsuits. Let's be very, very realistic about it. They look for the money. Mm-hmm. Lawyers aren't going right. to sue people for you on your behalf unless they think yeah. they can recover money. Yeah. The money you're looking for there, I suppose, if it's at your house or at homeowners. your buddy's house, it'd be homeowners insurance, right. right? Oh, that guy doesn't have homeowners? Ah, oh, you don't have a good case. Yeah, good case. So the guy's <laughs> yeah. got no money, he has no homeowners insurance, you ain't getting no coke. Yeah. Now, on the yeah. other hand, if, uh, say, there is a huge homeowners policy, you might find a lawyer that would write a demand for some sort of recovery to the he homeowners. broke his leg or something. Broke his leg, and you would look for different negligence theories, like maybe he was overserved. That's that was what I used to say when I got drunk. I was overserved. Maybe he was overserved. Somebody overserved me. Maybe he provided whiskey instead of beer. Maybe he told me it was Bud Light and it was really hop slam. Now the, out ten percent. Maybe the chair broke. Maybe the chair was defective yeah. or something. But product liability. And then you have to factor into the milkshake or the uh, the um, what's the what's the frozen drink with alcohol in it? Hurricane. The brandy Alexander. You got you got oh. you got to factor into the brandy Alexander. The fact that. Uh, uh, maybe you were leaning back on the chair. Maybe you shouldn't have been leaning contributory back on the chair. Contributory negligence. Maybe you're contributorily negligent for being drunk. Yeah. You know, anyway, so yeah. could you Did you guys hear about the kid that, uh, this goes in the same, I don't even have the article on it, but I heard it this morning. Did you guys hear about the kid that got banned from the uh, the um, the boat trips, what's it called, getting a cr- cruise, because his buddies dared him to jump off the top. Oh, yeah, I read So that. he jumped down 11 stories. <laughs> Off, off the cruise ship. This guy jumped off a cruise ship 11 stories up. And it's taped. His buddies taped him doing it. He lived. He said he might he lived, but he couldn't walk for three days. He said <laughs> from the <laughs> oh, shit. I like his explanation. I, he was he was suffering still from the effects of last night's alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> it's just buddy. It's just him leaping, and his buddies are just laughing as he leaps off. And he oh, had to find dude. his own way home from the Caribbean. Yeah, they, somewhere. they banned him for life from the cruise ship. <laughs> Oh hmm. man, that's yeah. a good call. I wonder yeah. if the cruise ship, or if he could see. It's the like you're ship. alive yeah. for over serving. Yeah. Yep. Well, the if we're coming to the end here, uh, we have the last story dealing with the deaf. I guess the obituary pages in the back of the newspaper. What? Uh, Tony Mendez. Does anybody know who Tony Mendez is? Mendez. He is the Argo spy. But that that oh, uh, okay. went to Iran. He, he died. He died. Yeah. On January nineteenth, at seventy-eight years old. Rest in peace, Tony Mendez. Hmm. Rest in peace, Tony Mendez. Is that it? We're not going to take any more. I mean, it's really hard. We got a couple things we should at some point talk about, but uh, I how suppose... deep are we? We do have a, a response here from a listener, though. Oh, cool! Just got done listening. I appreciate this. Is on last week's show there. Last week's show on the duffel bag phone. School. Oh, Michelle. Yeah, yeah. She said just got done listening. I appreciate you guys filling me in, so I know how to handle. I was told if my son gets caught on a second offense, his case will get dropped to the county attorney. 
I have no clue what that would involve, but the podcast sure helped me out. Well, it's interesting. I had another I they, county attorney's correct, but I love when they say DA. Yeah, dude, the DA took the case. I'm well, like, well, we don't have a DA in well, Ohio, so some some jurisdictions. Yeah, have in DAs. New York and stuff like that, I think they do. Remember the movie? The so you're saying DA? county attorney was correct? I think so. Yeah, I think she's right. We'll I mean, it depends on where she is, but we'll we'll try. We can get. Pretty we, high I, I was just making the joke because people come in our office all the time and say that. Oh, yeah, man, the, the DA, DA took the case. <laughs> They're watching too many long orders. They got DA in New York. Yeah, we did get another comment. It was a it was a police officer I know made a comment about that and and that story and about said, the kids yeah about the searchings it's the search of school it's a very uh forget how she put it it's like a delicate balance you have to do do you, you want to please the school or protect your kid where do you how's it all work yeah. and, and she's a police officer so she sees hmm. the yeah sees both and a mother so she sees both sides of that equation um the point and now we get a factor in the what biometric phone cell phone stuff right so you, they can just conk you on the head open up your eyes Stare into the phone. I don't even think you need your eyes open to do that. I don't think so. It's got to be just facial, right? I won't use that I've, facial recognition then. I've never tried to do it with my eyes closed, but maybe I should. And Bill's trying right now. All right, <laughs> Jeff, let's see. So we've got, uh, that is the news, at least for now, at Lawyer Talk. What's interesting is we will take on any topic, any subject, any news story, so long as it's awesome. Uh, and if you have one that you want us to cover, uh, just shoot it to us. If you have a question you want us to answer, just shoot it to us. We will try diligently with all lawyer talk deliberate speed to get them answered. And, yeah, this uh, was, I think, a day old, the one question we answered today. Yeah. That came so in yesterday. If you want your questions to be a day old, we usually do this on Fridays. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. So then you can yep. hear it. Send by Thursday. Uh, OhioLegalDefense.com. There's a little podcast uh, t- tickler at the top. Just click there. You can submit your questions. Um, Ohio Legal Defense on Instagram. Yavich and Palmer is on Facebook, all yep. those all those places you can submit a question. Indeed. So that is Lawyer Talk, extra, extra, hear all about it, read all about it, listen all about it. January 25, 2019, we are Lawyer Talk, giving you the news off the record on the air, at least until now.